welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message, it was just like the light bulb went off, and I just like knew God is here with us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. You know, today is what we call Good Friday. It's the Friday before Easter. And of course, you know, there's debate about the exact dates and because it fluctuates every year, I'm not sure about all of that, but I am sure of this, that Jesus rose from the dead. And as it says over in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, if Christ be not risen, then is our faith in vain and we are yet in our sins. But the good news is Jesus is risen. I know He is. You know why? Because He talks to me. He lives on the inside of me. And I know that there's some people that think, oh, you're just saying that, but I, it's a reality in my life. I have seen the power of God and I am just here to testify that Jesus is alive and well and it is His will to make you alive and well. So man, I, I praise God. I, I worship God and thank Him for the resurrection every single day of my life, but I think it is appropriate to remember it at special times of the year and just have everybody's attention focused on it. So uh, good Friday to you. Good, good Friday to you. And I pray that, praise God, you remember the resurrection. And we're talking about that the Word of God is alive and powerful. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it's quick, it's alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And I've been teaching for weeks now. This is the end of my third week of teaching about how that the Word of God has to be the foundation of your life. And I tell you, I've shared a lot of things. I can't go back through it all, but I, I encourage you to please get this teaching. You know, you can go to my website and you can get the teaching on video and um, CDs free of charge. You can download it. You can go back and listen to all of these programs. We do ask you to give something for this book. We, we suggest an amount, but we, we send this book to people. But I'm not doing this to get your money. I, I'm doing it because this has transformed my life and my passion in life is to share with other people the, the truths that have set me free. It says in John chapter 8, verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And then John 17, 17 says, Thy word is truth. God's word is what sets you free, but it's only the word you know that sets you free. It's only the truth you know that sets you free. And I've just been emphasizing how important the word of God is to releasing his power in your life. I know that there's people watching this program that you are desiring the things of God, you pray for it. That's the reason you're watching this program, trying to glean something that you can use and that will help you. You desire the things of God, but for the vast majority of Christians, they aren't experiencing the benefits of their salvation that they know God wants them to have. There's a frustration here, and it's because they don't truly know the Word of God. This is what I've been ministering on. And again, I hadn't got time to go back through all of that. I've been teaching on the parable of the sower sowing the seed in Mark chapter 4. And there are four different types of people that the Word of God had four different effects in their life, not because the Word had any problem. It says in 1 Peter 1, 23, 
it says that we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the Word of God that lives and abides forever. And the Word of God is incorruptible. It always works. There is no problem with the Word. The problem is that the condition of our hearts. So the first type of these four hearts that this was talking about was a heart that was so hardened towards God, so, you know, just bent on other things, had no heart for God, that they didn't understand the truths of the Word and Satan just came and stole it away from them. The second type of person is a person who was excited about the Word and started acting on the Word, speaking the Word, and it was beginning to work but the fruit never was brought to perfection because they didn't have a root system. They were too focused on the fruit and not the root. Man, I tell you, it's important that you understand that if you would just put the emphasis on the root, getting God's Word established in your heart, you don't even have to think about fruit. It just comes automatically. And that is exactly the word that was used down here in Mark chapter 4, verse 28, when it says that the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. That Greek word there is automatos, and it's a word we get automatically from. The Word of God just automatically brings fruit if you will put it in your heart and let it stay there. And so we've talked about those two things. You've got to have root in yourself. Then the third type of heart, it says in verse 18, and these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the Word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in, choke the Word, and it becometh unfruitful. And what this is depicting is ground that unlike the two previous types of ground, it wasn't the ground so hard packed that the seed couldn't penetrate. No, the seed penetrated. But then the second type of person was, even though there was ground, there was rocks and the, and the roots couldn't go down deep. And so it had to put its effort into growth above the ground and it couldn't sustain the growth. And therefore the plant died and didn't bring forth fruit. This is talking about ground where there is room to put down roots. In other words, it's better than the two previous situations, but the end results is the same. It didn't bring forth fruit. Over in Luke's account of this, it says it brings no fruit to perfection. In other words, there was probably some beginning of fruit, but it didn't grow and mature because there were weeds. And the weeds here, are, it talks about cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in. Now, this is important. And I've said this a number of times, but I believe that there's a progression that nobody just starts out being fruitful ground. But you start out and your heart is hardened towards God and you got to soften your heart and let the Word get past your understanding and down on the inside. That's the first step. Then you go beyond that and you've got to start letting the Word take root and go deep down on the inside of you. That's the second type. And then the third thing that happens is that once the Word does get rooted and it starts working in you, Satan is going to come at you with afflictions, or excuse me, cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things. It's just like if you plant a seed in the ground, there's only so many nutrients in the ground. And if you allow weeds and other things, thorns to grow up, it will take those nutrients that you want to go towards the seed that you planted, but it will sap those nutrients and the moisture out of the soil and it will stunt the growth of the seed that you're wanting to grow. Likewise, in the spiritual realm, we have to give a priority to the Word of God. 
AND YOU KNOW WHAT? YOU HAVE TO DEAL WITH SOME THINGS IN THIS WORLD. IF YOU ARE A PARENT AND YOU HAVE KIDS, YOU CAN'T JUST SPEND 15, 16 HOURS A DAY STUDYING THE WORD. YOU KNOW, THERE WAS A TIME IN MY LIFE WHERE I DID THAT, BUT THAT WAS BEFORE I GOT MARRIED, BEFORE I HAD KIDS, WHEN I WAS BY MYSELF, WHEN I WAS IN VIETNAM, I COULD LITERALLY SPEND 15, 16 HOURS A DAY. AND IF YOU CAN DO IT, MAN, IT WOULD BENEFIT YOU. IT'D BE AWESOME. BUT IF YOU ARE MARRIED, YOU GOT A FAMILY, YOU GOT uh, YOUR HUSBAND, YOUR WIFE, YOUR KIDS TO TAKE CARE OF, you, ca YOU CAN'T NEGLECT YOUR FAMILY. IT'S JUST WRONG TO GIVE THE IMPRESSION THAT, YOU KNOW, A HOUSEWIFE, A MOTHER, A FATHER, SOMEBODY WHO'S WORKING A JOB, THAT YOU HAVE TO SPEND 15 HOURS A DAY STUDYING THE WORD. BUT EVEN THOUGH YOU HAVE TO DO OTHER THINGS, YOU HAVE TO ESTABLISH PRIORITIES. AND WITH THE BENEFITS THAT WE HAVE TODAY, YOU KNOW, YOU CAN GO AND I'VE GOT 20 YEARS, 19 YEARS WORTH OF TELEVISION PROGRAMS ARCHIVED ON MY WEBSITE, AND THEY ARE FREE DOWNLOADS. YOU COULD PUT THEM ON YOUR PHONE. YOU COULD PUT THEM ON AN IPAD. YOU CAN SIT THERE AND YOU CAN LISTEN TO THESE THINGS AS YOU'RE DRIVING DOWN THE ROAD. SOME OF YOU HAVE JOBS. YOU COULD, YOU COULD DO THINGS THAT WOULD HELP YOU TO BE IN THE WORD. BUT EVEN BEYOND ALL OF THAT, uh, WHEN YOU FIRST GET STARTED, YOU JUST HAVE TO STICK YOUR NOSE IN THE BIBLE AND READ IT BECAUSE YOU CAN'T DRAW BACK AND MEDITATE ON THINGS THAT YOU DON'T KNOW. SO A LARGE PORTION OF YOUR GETTING THE WORD IN YOUR HEART WHEN YOU START OUT IS JUST GOING TO BE PUTTING THE INFORMATION ON THE INSIDE. BUT ONCE YOU HAVE READ THE BIBLE AND ONCE YOU HAVE STUDIED IT, YOU CAN KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON THE WORD OF GOD ALL DAY LONG WHILE YOU ARE DEALING WITH YOUR KIDS, WHILE YOU'RE AT WORK. AND SOME PEOPLE THINK, wow, YOU CAN'T DO THAT. YES, YOU CAN. LET ME ASK YOU THIS. CAN YOU GO TO WORK AND WORRY ALL DAY LONG ABOUT SOME SITUATION? SAY IF YOU'RE HAVING PROBLEMS IN YOUR MARRIAGE, CAN YOU HAVE YOUR MIND THINKING ABOUT THAT AND WONDERING HOW YOU CAN FIX THIS? OR YOU'RE HAVING FINANCIAL PROBLEMS AND YOU'RE WONDERING WHAT YOU CAN DO? OR IF YOU'VE GOT A PHYSICAL PROBLEM AND YOU'RE WONDERING HOW CAN I OVERCOME THIS? YOU CAN WORRY ABOUT SOMETHING ALL DAY LONG AND STILL DO YOUR JOB, STILL RAISE YOUR KIDS, STILL TAKE THEM TO THE PRACTICE THAT THEY'RE GOING TO. THE SAME PART OF YOU THAT WORRIES IS THE SAME PART OF YOU THAT MEDITATES. WORRY IS NOTHING BUT MEDITATING ON THE NEGATIVE. MEDITATION, GODLY, BIBLICAL MEDITATION, IS JUST THINKING ABOUT THE WORD OF GOD AND SEEING IT IN A POSITIVE LIGHT. AND DID YOU KNOW, YOU CAN KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON GOD. I'VE ACTUALLY GOT A SERIES THAT I TEACH IN OUR SCHOOL ABOUT HOW YOU STUDY THE WORD OF GOD, AND I TALK ABOUT uh, JUST SYSTEMATIC READING, TOPICAL READING, uh, AND um, WORD STUDIES, BUT THEN I ALSO TEACH MEDITATION IS A FORM OF BIBLE STUDY. AND ACTUALLY, MEDITATION IS WHERE I GET A LOT OF THE REVELATION. I JUST STUDY THE WORD. I, I LOOK AT THE DIFFERENT THINGS. I PUT ALL OF THIS INFORMATION IN ME, BUT WHERE I GET MOST OF MY REVELATION IS NOT WHEN I'M JUST READING THE WORD LIKE THIS. IT'S AFTER I'VE READ IT AND I'M JUST GOING OVER IT AND OVER IT AND I'M THINKING ABOUT GOD. WHAT DOES THIS MEAN? HOW DOES THIS APPLY TO MY SITUATION? AND IT'S IN THIS MEDITATION THAT THE APPLICATION COMES AND WHERE THE REAL REVELATION AND POWER IS RELEASED. SO I SAY ALL OF THIS TO SAY THAT YOU CAN KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON THE LORD. 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10 SAYS, THE WEAPONS OF OUR WARFARE ARE NOT CARNAL, BUT THEY ARE MIGHTY THROUGH GOD TO THE PULLING DOWN OF STRONGHOLDS, CASTING DOWN OF IMAGINATIONS, AND EVERY HIGH THING THAT EXALTS ITSELF AGAINST THE KNOWLEDGE OF GOD, BRINGING INTO CAPTIVITY EVERY THOUGHT TO THE OBEDIENCE OF CHRIST. 
THAT SAYS THAT YOU HAVE THE POWER TO BRING EVERY THOUGHT INTO OBEDIENCE TO CHRIST. IT WOULDN'T SAY THAT IF WE DIDN'T HAVE THE POWER TO DO IT. YOU CAN KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON GOD. ISAIAH 26, 3 SAYS THE LORD WILL KEEP HIM IN PERFECT PEACE WHOSE MIND IS STAYED UPON HIM BECAUSE HE TRUSTETH IN HIM. YOU CAN KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON GOD. BUT THE TRUTH IS, VERY FEW PEOPLE DO IT. THIS GENERATION OF BELIEVERS IS PROBABLY MORE AFFECTED BY THE CARES OF LIFE, THE DECEITFULNESS OF RICHES, AND THE LUST OF OTHER THINGS THAN ANY GENERATION OF BELIEVERS THAT HAVE EVER EXISTED ON THIS PLANET BECAUSE OF OUR TECHNOLOGY. I TELL YOU, I SEE CHRISTIANS, I SEE OUR STUDENTS ALL OF THE TIME, AND IF if STUDENTS ARE JUST SITTING DOWN AND IF THEY AREN'T TALKING DIRECTLY TO SOMEBODY, THEY'LL NEARLY ALWAYS BE ON THEIR PHONE. THEY'LL BE LOOKING AT SOMETHING, THEY'LL BE SENDING A TEXT MESSAGE. THOSE THINGS AREN'T BAD IN THEMSELVES. I HAVE A PHONE. I SEND TEXT MESSAGES. BUT I'M SAYING THAT I HAVE SEEN PEOPLE, AND I'VE ACTUALLY HEARD STATISTICS THAT THE AVERAGE PERSON SPENDS AROUND THREE, FOUR, FIVE HOURS A DAY ON THEIR PHONE LOOKING AT THINGS AND READING STUFF THAT IS TRIVIAL. I'VE ACTUALLY HEARD COMMENTS OF PEOPLE TAKING PICTURES OF THEIR FOOD AND TALKING ABOUT, I'M EATING NOW AND HERE'S WHAT I'M EATING. NOBODY GIVES A RIP ABOUT WHAT YOU'RE EATING. SOMEBODY MIGHT, BUT THEY SHOULDN'T. I'M JUST SAYING THAT WE we ARE SO OCCUPIED. IT DOESN'T HAVE TO BE SIN. IT DOESN'T HAVE TO BE PORNOGRAPHY. IT DOESN'T HAVE TO BE TRIPLE X RATED. IT DOESN'T HAVE TO BE DEMONIC. JUST LET YOURSELF BE OCCUPIED WITH THE THINGS OF THIS WORLD AND IT'LL CHOKE THE WORD OF GOD. YOU KNOW, GOD HAS SPOKEN TO ME ABOUT I HAVE GOTTEN SO BUSY MINISTERING THE WORD OF GOD. THERE WAS A TIME THAT I USED TO MINISTER 40 TIMES A WEEK. AND EVEN THOUGH THAT'S GOOD IN A WAY, I CAN'T MINISTER 40 TIMES A WEEK WITHOUT IT CHOKING THE WORD OF GOD. I HAVE TO HAVE MY OWN PERSONAL RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. I HAVE TO SPEND TIME FELLOWSHIPPING WITH GOD. AND and THE LORD HAS SPOKEN TO ME THAT YOU ARE LETTING THE MINISTRY TO OTHER PEOPLE, THE AMOUNT OF TIME YOU SPEND MINISTERING TO OTHER PEOPLE, IT IS CHOKING YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH ME. YOU DON'T HAVE TIME TO BE IN THE WORD OF GOD. YOU DON'T HAVE TIME TO SPEND IN PRAYER THE WAY THAT YOU SHOULD. SO LET ME SAY IT THIS WAY, THAT IF THE MINISTRY CAN CHOKE THE WORD OF GOD, THEN I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, BEING ON THE PHONE TOO MUCH, WATCHING TOO MUCH TELEVISION, READING TOO MANY MAGAZINES, READING TOO MANY BOOKS, ON AND ON AND ON IT GOES, CAN CHOKE THE WORD OF GOD. IT DOESN'T HAVE TO BE SINFUL STUFF. IT'S JUST ANYTHING THAT DIVERTS YOUR ATTENTION AWAY FROM BEING FOCUSED UPON THE LORD IS A HINDRANCE TO THE WORD OF GOD WORKING IN YOUR LIFE. THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID IN PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 3, HE SAYS, THIS ONE THING I DO. YOU'VE GOT TO BE FOCUSED UPON THE THINGS OF THE LORD. IF YOU DIFFUSE LIGHT, IT HAS NO POWER IN IT LIKE THAT, BUT YOU CAN TAKE LIGHT, JUST THE NORMAL LIGHT SPECTRUM, AND IF YOU TAKE ONE OF THOSE WAVELENGTHS AND JUST FOCUS IT INTO A PINPRICK, that, THAT LASER CAN CUT THROUGH METAL, BUT YOU DIFFUSE IT, AND IT DOESN'T HAVE ANY OF THAT EFFECT. THE WAY TO KILL A MAN'S VISION IS TO GIVE HIM TWO. THE WAY TO STOP YOU FROM HAVING THE WORD OF GOD GROW IS TO LET OTHER THINGS GROW THAT SAP YOUR ATTENTION, YOUR TIME, YOUR EFFORT. YOU NEED TO BE FOCUSED ON THE WORD OF GOD. NOW, THIS IS NOT TO SAY, AGAIN, THAT YOU DON'T DO CERTAIN THINGS. IF YOU'RE DRIVING DOWN THE ROAD, YOU NEED TO HAVE YOUR EYES OPEN AND YOUR HANDS ON THE WHEEL, AND YOU NEED TO BE GIVING SOME PRIORITY TO DRIVING THAT CAR. BUT YOUR MIND CAN STILL BE STAYED ON THE LORD. 
YOU COULD BE LISTENING TO GODLY THINGS ON THE RADIO INSTEAD OF UNGODLY THINGS. YOU CAN KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON GOD. AND IT'S NOT ONLY SOMETHING YOU SHOULD DO, IT'S SOMETHING YOU HAVE TO DO IF YOU ARE REALLY GOING TO BEAR FRUIT. THAT'S WHAT THESE VERSES ARE SAYING. SATAN WILL COME AGAINST YOU WITH THE CARES OF THIS LIFE, THE DECEITFULNESS OF RICHES, THE LUST OF OTHER THINGS, TRYING TO CHOKE THE WORD OF GOD. YOU KNOW, I DON'T WATCH A LOT OF TELEVISION. I WATCH MORE THAN I REALLY SHOULD, BUT I DON'T WATCH MUCH OF IT, VERY LITTLE COMPARED TO MOST PEOPLE. BUT, YOU KNOW, IF I WAS TO PICK SOMETHING THAT I REALLY LIKE, I LOVE THE ROADRUNNER AND WILY COYOTE CARTOONS. I DON'T KNOW WHY, BUT I'VE JUST ALWAYS LIKED THEM. AND I SPECIFICALLY LIKE WILY COYOTE, WHICH SURPRISES SOME PEOPLE BECAUSE THEY THINK, WELL, HE'S A LOSER. HE NEVER DOES WIN. BUT THE THING I, I LIKE ABOUT HIM, HE GETS BLOWN UP, HE GETS SMUSHED, HE GETS DROPPED OFF CLIFFS. EVERYTHING HAPPENS TO HIM AND HE'S INSTANTLY RIGHT BACK AT IT. it HE'S THE ETERNAL OPTIMIST, AMEN. AND I JUST LIKE THE ROADRUNNER CARTOONS. SO ANYWAY, SOME PEOPLE THINK, WELL, THAT'S VIOLENT, YOU KNOW, AND HE GETS BLOWN UP AND SMASHED. AND I'VE HAD PEOPLE CRITICIZE ME, BUT REGARDLESS WHAT YOU SAY, I DON'T THINK THERE'S A THING WRONG WITH THE ROADRUNNER CARTOON. I DON'T THINK IT'S SINFUL. AND MY KIDS KNOW THAT I LIKE IT. THEY HAVE BOUGHT ME, uh, YOU KNOW, DVDs AND STUFF WITH THE ROADRUNNER CARTOON ON IT. I DON'T THINK IT'S SIN. BUT IF ALL I DID WAS LOOK AT THE ROADRUNNER CARTOON EIGHT HOURS A DAY, EVEN THOUGH I DON'T THINK IT'S SIN, AND IF THAT'S ALL I DID WAS PUT THAT IN, AND THEN ALL OF A SUDDEN YOU COME FOR PRAYER, AND I'M GOING TO LAY HANDS ON YOU AND RELEASE WHAT GOD HAS PUT IN ME, AND OUT COMES MEEP MEEP, <laughs> YOU'RE GOING TO DIE. IT DOESN'T WORK THAT WAY. I DON'T THINK IT'S SIN. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? I DON'T WATCH IT VERY OFTEN. IT'S PROBABLY BEEN A YEAR SINCE I'VE SEEN A ROADRUNNER CARTOON. I, I LIKE THEM, BUT I JUST DON'T SPEND A LOT OF TIME DOING STUFF LIKE THAT. THERE'S A LOT OF THINGS THAT AREN'T SIN. IT SAYS OVER IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 12, IT SAYS, LAY ASIDE EVERY WEIGHT AND THE SIN WHICH DOES SO EASILY BESET YOU. IT'S NOT ONLY SINS. IT'S NOT JUST SINFUL THINGS. LOOKING AT X-rated movies, pornography, etc., and doing things that are evil. Just you can let the cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things, good things, that in their place are okay. Sports or something else, it's okay in its place. But if you let it, it will choke the word of God in your life. And there are some people that that's acceptable to you. You just want to live an average life. BUT IF YOU WANT TO REALLY SEE THE WORD OF GOD PRODUCE IN YOUR LIFE, THEN YOU NEED TO GIVE PRIORITY TO IT, KNOWING THAT THERE'S ONLY SO MUCH NOURISHMENT IN THE SOIL, AND IF YOU LET WEEDS GROW UP, THEY WILL SAP THAT, AND IT WILL DECREASE THE SIZE OF YOUR CROP. I WANT THE WORD OF GOD TO PRODUCE ITS MAXIMUM IN MY LIFE, AND BECAUSE OF IT, MAN, I TURN OFF THE TV. I DON'T READ HARDLY ANY OTHER BOOKS. I STAY FOCUSED UPON GOD. I MEDITATE IN THE WORD. I PRAY, AND BECAUSE OF IT, THE WORD IS WORKING IN MY LIFE BIG TIME. AND I'M NOT SAYING THAT TO GIVE ME THE CREDIT. I'M GIVING THE CREDIT TO THE SEED. THE SEED IS AN INCORRUPTIBLE SEED, BUT YOU HAVE TO LET IT WORK. MAN, THAT'S POWERFUL. AND THEN THE LAST TYPE OF GROUND HERE IN THIS PARABLE, IN VERSE 20, IT SAYS, THESE ARE THEY WHICH ARE SOWN ON GOOD GROUND, SUCH AS HEAR THE WORD AND RECEIVE IT, AND BRING FORTH FRUIT, SOME THIRTY-FOLD, SOME SIXTY, AND SOME A HUNDRED. WHAT MADE THIS FOURTH TYPE OF GROUND MORE PRODUCTIVE THAN THE OTHERS? DID IT HAVE MORE? NO, IT HAD LESS. IT HAD LESS HARD-PACKED EARTH. THAT WAS THE FIRST TYPE. 
It had less rocks, which allowed the roots to go down. It had less weeds and cares of this world and things that hindered it. The ground that brought forth more was not greater, it was less. Man, when I first saw this parable, this just really encouraged me because I've never been the best at anything. I've been kind of average in nearly everything I've ever done. I've never, I've never been the smartest person in the room. I've never been the best athlete. You know, I'm just average. And I thought, I'm not sure I can be more, but if the key is being less, man, I can do that. If the key isn't, you know, having more charisma and being better looking than others or stronger or bigger or having great talents and all of these things, if that's not the key, if the key is being less, getting rid of the weeds that would choke the Word, getting rid of the hard ground and rid of the rocks and things and letting the Word take root, if it's just being focused and, and letting God's Word have its maximum impact on me, I knew I could do that. I might not have the same talents and abilities as some other people, but man, I knew that I could be less if that was the key. And this has encouraged me. And I just want to encourage you that some of you, that you really desire to make your life count. You want this world to be better because of the time that you've spent here. You've come into relationship with the Lord and you are asking the Lord to make your life significant and help you touch other people. But sometimes you just feel like, God, who am I? What can I do? I'm nothing special. I've had people write in before and say that you are as plain as dirt. You know, I don't have all of the fancy things going on. I'm not wearing a three-piece suit. And I've had people just talk about how plain I am. But did you know dirt is plain? But if you could just get rid of the rocks and the hard-packed stuff, the weeds and stuff, Dirt is miraculous. You can plant a seed in it and it produces. You don't have to be special dirt. You just got to be dirt. You got to have a heart that is open to the Word of God, that you protect it. You don't let the afflictions and persecutions get you off track and up into the grandstands arguing with the spectators. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, there's not a person watching this program that the Word of God couldn't transform your life if you would just do what it says. I am a great example. I've never been the best at anything. If I was God, I probably wouldn't have chosen me. But man, I have let the Word of God take root in my life and God has blessed me. God has used me. And I've seen great things happen just because of the Word of God. You don't have to be special. It is not your ability. It is your response to His ability. You don't have to be a silver vessel. You just have to be a surrendered vessel. So I issue a challenge to you. If you really want your life to make a difference, if you want to be about something besides yourself and you want to be a blessing, let God flow through you to other people. Make yourself available to the Word of God. Plant it in your heart. Get hold of these truths and let the Word work in you. And I guarantee you, it will automatically bring to pass what God's perfect will for your life is. This is our latest construction update. We're now standing in the parking garage on level two 
And the reason I'm standing here is just to give you a little bit of a shot here. This is the elevator and I just talked to our foreman and he said that this will be functional today or at the very latest on Thursday. Also over this shoulder, you can see down this way, they have a lot of materials still stacked in here, but you can see for the very first time they've opened up this opening into our auditorium. There's also another opening way down at the end. So there's two entrances that go into the main level of the auditorium right here. And then we have another entrance on the three and a half story level, and that's where we enter into our phone center and all of our offices. And then we'll still have the fifth level that will be open up on the top. But out on the east side, this is as you approach the parking garage, they have now poured a portion of the entry there and uh, they've got it covered with black tarp right now. And the curb and the gutter for that will be done this week. By the time you see this update, they should have that pretty much underway. And then way over on the west side, up one level, there is another entrance that's on the third level of this parking garage. And they have been backfilling and they've just about got all of that covered so that they are ready to start pouring the concrete. And that will be done either this week or next week. And if you could be a part of this, I would really thank you for doing it. You are investing in people's lives and you would be blessed. I'd like to encourage you to get these products that we're offering. This book is brand new on a sure foundation. It is awesome. And this teaching is in CD and in DVD form. And then also, if you want to get the package where we are including our living commentary, that is a download off of our website. And I tell you, I've written footnotes on over 22,000 verses. It would be a real blessing to you. Listen to our announcer and respond today. Andrew's teaching titled, A Sure Foundation, is available in a brand new book for a gift of any amount. This teaching is also available as a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth conference or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Also today, Andrew is relaunching his Living Commentary. This updated Living Commentary is a Bible program for both Mac and PC which allows you to study through the Bible with Andrew. This one-of-a-kind living commentary allows you to regularly download his most recent footnotes and commentary on over 22,000 verses. This redesigned living commentary is available as a download for both Mac and PC for a gift of $120 or more exclusively as a website-only offer on awmi.net. Or you can get the Living Commentary as part of the Assure Foundation package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the Living Commentary. This package has a catalog value of $165, but you can get it today for only $135. Our helpline is closed today to allow our employees to celebrate the holiday. But you can always visit our website where you can order ministry materials online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. On our website, you'll not only find materials from today's broadcast, you'll find a wealth of ministry resources available to you. If you prefer, you can order materials by writing us. Use the address on your screen.
We're excited to host the Kingdom Youth Conference here at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park, Colorado. Come and join Todd White, Joseph Z, Ryan Edberg, and Andrew Womack, August 2nd through the 3rd, for this power-packed youth conference.